Ooh, this is AOK Radio, your go-to place for a little escape. Inner child, current child, adults, come on down for an easy listen. This is I Escape signing off. Whoever and wherever you are, welcome. The escape begins right now. What's up? This is AOK Radio signing on your weekly pop culture podcast. So, originally today's episode was going to be talking about my fourth published book and my feelings towards that, giving an overview of the book and just talking about it in general. But after hearing the news, the the sad news of Final Space getting canceled after its third season, I knew I had to make a special episode for this. So, for those who don't know, Final Space centers around Gary Goodspeed, who is an energetic yet dim-witted astronaut who, in the midst of working off the last few days, literally the last few days, of his five-year sentence aboard the prison spacecraft Galaxy One, honestly, after what he did, I'm surprised it was only five years, by the way, encounters a mysterious planet-destroying Emphasis, planet-destroying alien, who then he later befriends and then names him Mooncake, of all things. He then discovers that they are being pursued by the sinister, telekinetic Lord Commander. Together, Gary and Mooncake embark on a quest to save the universe with the help from the artificially intelligence... Artificially intelligence? That's not right. The artificial intelligence, the AI, Hugh... Voiced by Tom Kenny. Gotta voice gotta give Tom Kenny the uh, just the the just the just words due. Just give him the due credit. Love Tom Tom Kenny. And of course Olin Rogers himself voices uh Mooncake and of course Gary Goodspeed. And onward. Very awesome cast for this show. And um throughout the show they the cr- the crew the crew grows and each have their own person personality, great personality, their own personal troubles, while they're all trying to uncover not just answers to their troubles, but also the secrets surrounding what final space is. And that it's more than a bizarre realm at the universe's end. So, we got about three seasons of this show until its recent cancellation revealed this month due to a well stupid merger of Warner Media and Discovery. Not that the merger itself is stupid, but the reasoning for canceling the show is rather stupid. And I get it. Mergers often mean downsizing and expanding at the same time, so a lot of things get messed up. And this is nothing new. Shows, books, movies, etc. Projects all over get canceled all the time for even dumber reasons. Uh, most before the main story even ends, even gets a chance. But man, this show had to be on the chopping blocks? Were they just blindfolding themselves and throwing darts on a board hoping for the best? This show was fire. The animation, the music, the comedy, and of course, the story. A show like this, networks usually want to run into the ground. I'm honestly surprised we haven't gotten any comics or anything since the first season hit honestly anything just as a tie-in and i looked it up 
And I have seen quite a lot of merch with some really good stuff. Uh, link will be in the description below, too, so you guys can check it out. Um, I'm not seeing any pop figures or anything like that, but they do have a lot of shirts, hoodies, even plushies. So that's good. I'm glad to see that they do have some merchandise out. I don't remember if it was the official website. I'm pretty sure there is an official website, but who knows how long that'll still be online if it's an official one, depending on the merger, but who knows? Um, I am a bit biased, to be fair, when it comes to sci-fi shows because i love sci-fi it's my most beloved genre and i'm not saying the show was perfect nothing is but it was quite delicious the comedy didn't always hit for me gary admittedly was annoying in season one but still likable and hey if it was food i would have eaten it and instantly regretted it because it's no longer in front of me for me to ask for me to bask rather in its ambience now with Olin Rogers, I wasn't familiar with his work until this show, but checking out his IMDb, he'd had his hands in a variety of things from acting, writing, producing, etc. And from what I've seen, Final Space looks to have been his biggest and most ambitious project yet. And another show that continued to inspire my own projects, from influencing my art style, my pacing and storytelling, new things in general, that have influenced me with every episode, every fan-made thing from a drawing or even a podcast. It's a shame to see that the the official um, retrospective of Final Space is going to be coming to a close now, unless they decide to change it to something else. But I was I forget. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think. The if I remember correctly, because I haven't listened to it for a while, because I didn't want to spoil myself in season three. I was I just finished watching season three this week just to find out after watching it, it got canceled. That that, that really sucked. But um, I stopped, and I believe it is called Into Spinal Into Spinal. What in the world? Yes, it's hosted by Mike Tyson. Spinal. Anyway, um, Into Final Space is what it's called and it was it was fun just hearing i just love those types of podcasts where they talk about just the retrospective side of things that's why i do a retrospective of kingdom hearts as my side uh podcast called your favorite heartless if you haven't uh, heard about it yet but definitely check that out if you're kingdom if you're a kingdom hearts fan uh link will be in the show notes below as well but uh, man so today as i'm writing this outline even I saw, um, or actually, I read that wrong. Today, as I'm writing this outline, even, I had seen the Final Space page, the official one on Instagram. Uh, Olin Rogers had released a video breaking the news himself. And I forget when, but it was this month. Um, I am probably a, a week or so late to finding this out. But... It was about a seven, five or seven minute video talking about how great of a ride it's been. All the people he got to work with, the typical positivity you'd hear from projects like this. And he got to work with a lot of bangers of a, of, of a cast and not naming them all would be a disservice. But I'm going to name at least a few of them. Uh, he got to work with Phil Lamar and Steve Young. I'm 
probably mispronouncing his name, actually. Oh, boy. All right, so I pulled it up real quick, so I'm not trying to mess up any names here, <laughs> but I probably already messed up him. But um, Tom Kenny, like I brought up before, they got uh, Dave and Tennant, and I don't remember which doctor he was, but I know he is a doctor who, or was a doctor, one of the doctors, and I know he was actually one of one of the top favorite ones. Uh, Ron Perlman, Keith David, dude. They had so many people like I'm scrolling down and well, some of them had smaller roles than others. You know, um, Keith David was only in about 10 episodes. Phil Lamar, maybe three. Ron Perlman had about 10, I believe. Uh, Jane Lynch was in there. Um, yeah, even uh, Caleb, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things. He played young Gary, John DiMaggio, Claudia Black Cheryl, like, there's just so many good people, Conan O'Brien, like, it's just, oh, man, such a great cast, such, such a banger cast, and it, honestly, as a creator myself, it would be a dream to work with at least just one of these people, and, uh, and seeing, I haven't met these people at Comic-Con yet, but I've met quite a few that were, um, just great to see in person. And if you want to hear about that, check out my Comic-Con episode where I talk more in depth about the people I've met at Comic-Con. It's such a blast going there. But yeah, going back to the video, um, talking about that, he at one point goes into a bit of a backstory of his youth, making his own animations and how he'd uh, beg his brother to check them out. And then fast forwarding to now, how he had been so thankful that Final Space was not just nationwide, but beloved worldwide. Let me say that again. Worldwide. And it couldn't get a conclusion? I'm not sure if the conclusion would need a full season, honestly, to finish because of all what happened in this third season. But then again, I'd hate for anything to be rushed. Um... But yeah, at the least, I would say probably at least half a season or something since specials and movies in the cartoon department typically are only like an hour and some change. So that's why I feel that if you do at least like half a season or just a, 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 a what's it called, a uh, an extra large special, that's at least like four or five hours worth. So you figure that's. Oh, I guess it is like 10 episodes. <laughs> okay, so maybe a full season would work because each episode is like about half an hour. <laughs> yeah, so because Olin did talk about in um in this video how his people, um, like the higher ups who were kind of in charge of the network or at least on that side of the network during the merger, uh, they told him how they would try to get him at least a special or something, but not to hold his breath, you know, keyword, not to hold his breath. And I mean, this news is recent, so anything could happen. I mean, just because the show itself is canceled doesn't mean they can they can't still squeeze out a special. You know, the show being canceled pretty much means that there's no more seasons happening, per se. But that's what I mean, like they could. They could always deem it as like a, an extra large special instead of saying season. And, you know, half a season would take less. But now, that, like I said, now that I'm thinking about it, you probably would need like a season to do this properly. But anyway, 
I, I loved hearing that he did express big interest in wanting to complete the story, though. It wasn't just like, yeah, I'm washing my hands f- free of this. I'm sorry, guys. I, I tried my best. It wasn't like that. He was so eager to, to still try his best to find out some way to finish this, which I admire so much. Because some people, like, I don't want to put anyone at blast or point any fingers or anything like that. But I feel like there are some... There are so many creators out there that once they get turned down, once something is shut down, and I get the whole licensing thing, but I feel like they're just, I feel like they kind of have that attitude where they just wipe their hands clean, they apologize, and they just move on. But I feel like with Olin, from what he was saying, and just his reaction to it all, how just how he was wording and talking, I feel like he really is going to try to find a way to finish the story because he's so close you can tell that this story could go either way you know this could be if the story ever got picked up again they could just as easily finish this here with one more arc or they could have it be just one major arc and then do something else i don't know where you could go after the whole titan thing but because, I mean, it's it's like how I feel with Mass Effect. Where are we going to go now that the Reapers are gone? What else kind of craziness can you do? Because that's the typical thing with these types of stories. Like, you always got to find a... Like, that's what the fans... That's what people always kind of expect to have that sense of um, danger and just how it feels like, okay, this is serious. This is... That that they stay invested because you you always have they with writers you always feel like you have to always up the ante from what happened before for people to stay interested. Otherwise, it's like oh well they beat this why can't they beat this even easier if it's not as crazy you know that 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 type of deal. That's honestly a shame. We always have to think that way. I personally don't care. I'm always just like okay what what are we gonna do next you know, but it's whatever. Um. But I feel like even if we did do something past the whole Titans thing, like look at all the craziness they did in between the Titans. Because when you think about it, a lot of issues they had didn't really often and in, in, didn't often really involve Invictus and the Titans and whatnot. They were definitely the the thing over the horizon that they eventually were making their way towards. But there were plenty of issues they had to deal with to even get there. So. I think it I think it could happen. I mean space is a pretty big place. But anyway. I just can't believe they just couldn't get a conclusion being this close to the finish line. But um honestly thinking about it too. Even if it meant just doing a comic tie-in or something, I, I did love how he he did express big interest in this. And trying to do something like that whether it was like um a, a tv special or doing even a comic um honestly he could probably just go to comicsology or something with the networks okay of course i mean if they canceled it who's why would they care if they do that especially if it writes to it which means you know they get some type of money from it but because they they own the rights to it so that means they would get uh, what's the word they would get um the residual, not residual, it's, um, I can't think of the right word, but commission, basically, they would get some type of money from it, like, Comixology would do all the, the heavy, 
the heavy uh, lifting and whatnot, and they would be like, oh, yeah, we own the rights, so we get a cut type deal. So why would they say no if they don't have to do any busy, crazy stuff so, so they can focus on their other shows that they care so much about? So at that point, I'm just like, dude, get those contracts going. You know, who owns what rights, all that crap you need to do. And all I got to say, if you are a fan or at the or at the very least interested, I encourage you to check out that video on the spinal on the I said spinal again. What's up with spinal on the final space Instagram page? And of course, check out final space, which I heard has hit Netflix as of the 16th of September. And I believe is still on HBO Max at the moment. I don't think they updated season three on HBO Max yet, but Netflix did just hit. So um, I'd imagine they have all three seasons on there right now. So he ends the video by saying how important it is to do your best. Admitting how scary it can be to put your work out there for others to see. How open it makes you. But then finishes with... If you don't think it's good enough, if, if that's your fear about putting yourself out there, which is understandable, always remember, well, it's good enough for me. And, like, my heartstrings. I, I really, I cannot tell you how much I really needed to hear that, <laughs> especially from a creator like him. So, safe to say, I saved that video, and it's now in my personal collection for those times I need to hear it myself. Because honestly, I'm at that point where it feels like I have to beg for people to look at my stuff. And honestly, that may never change. My own visions may never get to the level I always dreamed where it's not just me experiencing them. And I get to points where I feel maybe I am not Maybe I'm not good enough to have work that can be appreciated. But I always will try my best regardless. So while many have achieved their dreams by my age, so many didn't until much later in life. And everyone has their own path, their own journey. And I'm still on mine. So that's something I have to always remember in this video helped me remember that because I have those thoughts a lot. I'm sure a lot of people do, um, especially when trying to be noticed on social media. It can be hard nowadays since everyone can do it um, so easily now. But anyway, going back to Final Space, as much as I enjoy the show in its natural state, I do love comic tie-ins. And honestly, if it's easier to do and won't result in any cut content, which I think is most likely to happen with a TV special, then let's go that route with the comics. I mean, although the best route I would love to see is going the video game route. I mean, imagine having all three seasons in one game, and then, of course, what the fourth season slash ending would have been included. Bringing back all the VAs, writers, and music people. Yes. And... It would kind of be like how Samurai Jack Battle Through Time was, but less abridged and a bit more. Um, well, actually, I guess I wouldn't really mind if it was that simple, but at least, you know, still had the story done right and the comedy, you know, all that stuff still felt authentic. I mean, I'm not saying Battle Through Time wasn't authentic. I enjoyed that game very much, but 
I feel like you could tell it was made by a smaller studio. But anyway, it was still good, though. I, I still I dude that didn't stop me from buying it day one. <laughs> and hey, they, they retconned the ending. So I'm happy about that, too. Anyway, um, so like having the main crew being all available, play, uh, being all playable and maybe not the whole crew, but at least beginning to play as um, avocado, little avocado, um, Gary, his mom. Um, of course, Ash and, um, oh shoot, what is his name? Dude, what is his name? Oh, he has the big gun arm. Fox. I don't know why I kept wanting to say Rock. That's so weird. And of course, you gotta have some gameplay as Bolo, especially since he can change his size. I hadn't, dude, he could be the same size as Gary. It was so weird, by the way, seeing him like literally shrink down to Gary's size I dude <laughs> that was really weird but I liked it I, I, I really dug it I really did dig it though there we go that's the right word so yeah but like having at least those characters playable or at least just four characters being playable so you have co-op and then put in some epic cheat codes like they have in control dude I would support the crap out of that if they needed it honestly and what's that one website they have where you can support them I forget but if they needed that dude yes yes but honestly it being brought to Netflix may provide the revival they need honestly you never know um I mean look at Family Guy and Futurama and shoot Samurai Jack they got those revivals from network changes I mean granted Samurai Jack just moved to Adult Swim another side of Cartoon Network but Still counts. Um, but I just hope that at the very least we get a at least a graphic novel tie-in. Minimum five issues, you know? Something of that of that uh matter. Cause I, I'd imagine out of the three, I'd imagine doing the graphic novel would be cheaper. But at the same time, maybe not because of the because of the marketing and then getting the prints ready. But shoot, even if they just did a digital print. Like, I, I get it, because the show's canceled, and you'd have to, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what it'd be like to get it, I know it, it would definitely cost money, because you have to get the artists, you have to get all the right stuff in order, get the deals made, but hey, I, I'd imagine, even if they just did a digital version of this, it would be the best route, and you can still do the story justice, and I would just love to have that beautiful art splashed on those panels it would just be amazing but that's another thing too is that sometimes revivals happen much later especially with the fans especially when they step in i should say in fact shortly here i'll pull up some shows that deserves that treatment too i mean out of the three seasons um i'll mention as well i'd say season two was my favorite but man, each season had some amazing moments. But two for me had some of the best character development. Three more so was how much more could each character take before they were either killed, broken, then killed. And, you know, the list goes on. Three was just obviously, for a reason, much, much darker. And it was more... Uh, it sucks it had to go that route, but it makes sense because they had to establish that no one is really safe in 
this in in final space i mean literally look at gary he's died hundreds maybe even thousands of times in different timelines because of how dangerous the titans especially invictus are and that's just and you're literally reminded that every time you see one of those bodies of gary it's just oof but um Oh, man. Yeah, but it just, I keep thinking about shows like, I mean, I know a bunch of shows haven't come back from the abyss just yet. But looking at Samurai Jack, for instance, look how much time, look how look how big the gap was between that and the, the final season that we got. Star Wars, the Clone Wars episode between seasons six and seven. Look how big the gap that was. But then we finally got it. I honestly think it's going to be just a matter of time before we get that conclusion. And I mean, technically Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go doesn't count, but at least, and I know this is going to be a little controversial, but one bright side is at least they realized that Teen Titans was popular enough to be revived in some way. I'll, I'll leave it at that. So, um, one thing I got to say about season three is they took out some fan favorite characters that just hit me hard bolo for one sheesh so much build up he takes out just one titan and then the lord commander took out the rest and while it definitely upped the ante and showed how much stronger and dangerous lc is in his new form you know reestablishing how bad how strong this character is but I just feel like they did Bolo super dirty, dude. You know, just seeing how epic he was by the end of season two, seeing the lead up of that. You know, him being released finally at the end of season two and just. I just I, I wish they did more for him. And I, I get it. Like I said, I get why it happened, because they had to establish the bad guy how strong he really was and let's be honest bolo but it's it still sucks though because you have bolo who he goes he has so much riding on him and with the lc he just comes in just like like he just got that form and he's already just handling all these titans that have existed for countless eons and it's just like dude Bolo couldn't do any of that. Like, he barely was able to take on the one. That's just so messed up to me. But anyway, um, it's funny, kind of funny, how Olin uh, dogs himself. I mean, I meant to say this earlier, but he, he dogs himself saying his terrible, quote unquote, quote unquote, terrible voice. Yeah, I cannot talk. Terrible voice acting. How he says how that didn't help. Bruh. Bruh. I, I get it. That's the perfectionist in him uh, talking. We as creators, we always, you know, look at our own work and it's like, until someone else says they like it. And it's like, you, you like that? I mean, okay, okay. But even though his season one version was the weakest, you know, character wise, his voice acting was always so lively. And when it mattered, he really performed, you know? And. I do love how he even addressed how the fans called out how annoying he was. 
uh, in season one when the season two premiere episode uh, recap happened. I remember belly laughing when I heard that because I was like, oh, I'm not the only one who thought that. <laughs> still, I still really like the character. I just thought, man, he needs to he needs some riddling or something. This dude needs to calm down, like cut down your sugar intake or something. Um, So this might be a controversial thing also to say. But I know I'm going to upset some characters, some people who love these characters, but I did not care. I did not care for Kevin or Tribor that much. Honestly, I, I kind of, especially Kevin, I feel like he ruined a lot of moments that should have been, that should not have been, that should not have had any comedy to them. Like there are moments where characters are getting banged up or even getting hurt and need some medical and uh, medical conditions. And even like when they gave a burial for, for Fox and Kevin's in there trying to be, I mean, I know he's not necessarily trying to be funny. He's just, that's just his character. He's not completely mentally stable, but it's just like, dude, come on, man. This is not, I, I like I said, I, I know that's his character. He's not really trying to be funny, but he, he just has his foot in his mouth all the time. And it, it just wasn't doing it for me. There were times where he was funny for sure. Like Tribor, like they, they all, they both had some great moments, but I guess while I came to love most of the characters, as far as the protagonists go, these two, I kind of liked, but, uh, but Hey, Gary didn't like Kevin either. So I'd say that's a good sign. So some more positive notes uh, from what I saw. Most reviews have regarded this show highly. Amazon users rated 4.9 out of 5 stars for seasons 1 and 2. IMDb about reviews uh, given it 8.3 out of 10 stars. And even Rotten Tomatoes, which is usually very critical of a lot of stuff. Oftentimes I don't really pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes reviews. But uh, they gave it a 70. So it's not bad. Uh, most I saw were very positive, so that was really good. But of course, like every show, there there are some negative reviews out there. But it's great to see uh, so much positive above it all. And seeing him, seeing Olin break down during this um, overview, telling when he when he first breaks the news about the cancellation, about the whole journey, you know, after five years of dealing with not just one merger, but two. And as he goes on to say, most shows don't really survive a merger, but they were able to survive at least one and partly two. But because um, I'd imagine the merger was going on during season three and then it finally happened and then they realized, OK, I guess three's over or I guess the season's over. Yeah, series. There we go. But, yeah, I mean, after five years and then going through those murders, keeping Final Space alive and for it to just end like this, just it's just so empowering that despite this sad news, he kept the majority of that video positive and so appreciative, so hopeful for the future and that he has other he has other shows you know he's he said not to worry about him he has other projects he's gonna keep um uh what's the word he's gonna keep showing people so you know other shows can be made of course 
we always have other ideas out there and that's that's what you have to do in the industry you you never have you never want to rely on just one show granted you may have a favorite above those all but you always as i've been told by many people who have broken into the industry you always want to have multiple ideas because they the the people who are giving you this chance to you know the ones who are even listening to you they are going by what's often popular now and say there's a show out there now that is close to the idea you have maybe they don't want to the same thing because it probably won't do as well because this is out etc etc so a lot of things to consider or maybe there's one that's coming out soon that you may not have known about so you gotta always just be prepared so i mean also too it's great that he's so hopeful for the future because he go he he says how you know they got three seasons so many awesome shows barely get one season terra nova is one of those and i'm still mad to this day that that show stopped after one season yeah i mean there were some things i'm just like oh okay that's i'm getting tired of that I'm getting real tired of that cliche, but there were some that that show had a really good plot line, and I liked the story honestly, for the most part. A cliffhanger killed kills me every every time. I've I've only watched it through like twice, and I just I can't go back because it's it never finished. Actually, maybe there's a book. You never know. Someone may have continued it. That's what I would do honestly, if I had the rights to you know do that. Even if I have to give a cut to the original, uh original thing because it's like my my thought process is if if you have the rights to and i talked about this in my previous episode of my um of my kingdom hearts podcast but i'm like if you have the rights to it and you're not doing anything with it you're just letting it gather dust until it may be viable again why don't you help me make it viable again by letting me do these smaller projects that won't really cost you anything but instead will most likely give you some change you know but whatever all right, so honestly, if there wasn't a merger, I bet that video would have just been the season four announcement instead that, hey, we got renewed. Because I'm sure it wouldn't have taken long for them to realize, oh, yeah, maybe we should renew this show. But it just goes to show that a positive attitude like that goes such a far way. And when the fans see that too, look at what we have accomplished, honestly, as fans. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for instance, switched networks, Fox canceled it, and NBC picked it up, especially after a massive fan rally, including some big cheeses like Mark Hamill, uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, I always mispronounce his name, but, you know, they helped out, and um, with Firefly, you know, us the fans, we didn't really get the show back to TV, but, you know, we got a movie at least, it's something, and uh, with Family Guy. DVD sales saved Family Guy after season three. Literally, Fox saw the sales and was like, whoa, get that show back on TV. On TV, excuse me. And then we got Chuck, Community. The lists go on. So, I just wanted to bring that up to people. Um, whether you may be getting, you know, thinking about getting into the industry yourself, uh, maybe you have your doubts, or maybe you're like me who is trying to put their foot in the door as far as just getting even just getting a book out there and just trying to break out into the community so i thought this was very inspirational because owen rogers gave he went out with such positivity and 
it's just so admirable. And I feel like this guy really deserves to be where he is with an attitude like that and how hard he worked on this show and how much it impacted him and the fans and how he literally wants what I want just to inspire other people into doing things like that. So this video is also to thank him for bringing a show like that into our lives. And I look forward to seeing more projects from him in the future. I'm looking very, very thorough. And I'm always going to have an eye out for him. I followed him on Instagram. And I can't wait to see what he has next up his sleeve. Hopefully he gets, if not anything pertaining to Final Space anytime soon, I'm hoping that we get at least some new project later. And like I said, if we don't hear anything from Final Space soon, it may be uh, maybe a few years from now we'll hear something. Because like I said with other shows before, they took some time. I mean, even with Family Guy, it was off for like two years, and then it came back. Samurai Jack was like, what, 10 plus years? So, yeah. So I got a couple articles here. We're going to go through these real quick because we're running low on time. But I um, the first one is Screen Rant. Uh, this was written by Thomas West, uh, pu published back in October 18th of 2020. Uh, these were 10 cartoon shows that were canceled for strange reasons. And, um, ooh, I feel a sneeze coming. Wait, wait. Okay, cool. I managed to stop the recording before. Oh, crap. Another one's coming. Uh, I swear, I never sneeze just once. It's always twice. But anyway. Uh, yeah, we're just going to go through these real quick. Because I have a couple ones I wanted to bring up. So, Escape from Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park has had such an annoying production. Uh, schedule among the years like I remember back in the day when Jurassic Park 3 came out and then 4 was supposed to come out in 20, uh, 2005 <laughs> and then look what happened with Jurassic World remember how you know when that came out sheesh so this was supposed to continue shortly after the first movie if I remember correctly and I don't remember what it was supposed to be about uh, let me see so it wasn't the network, but the director that decided to not have anything more to do with the project. So for some reason, once the director dropped, they were like, oh, I guess we're just going to drop it then, which is weird because you would think, dude, it's Jurassic Park. You really think this isn't going to be a viable project? <laughs> but yeah, they just dropped it. Uh, but I'm not going to list all the shows here because I don't really know some of these. Um, Pinky and the Brain was dropped for some reason. Let's see here. What did they say about this one? I'm trying to read it. I don't see anything. They're not saying anything. What the heck? Wait, wait. Let me pause the recording because I need to see if they have a reason. Hmm. So it says at one point they decided to add an additional character, which not only disrupted the great dynamic between Pinky and the Brain, but ultimately doomed the show. Hmm. I don't remember there being another character. I don't really know if Pinky the Brain is even included in the lineup with the new Animaniacs show, the revival that is on uh, Hulu right now. Because I know Animaniacs got, re it got renewed for a second season. But I'm not sure. I haven't seen the new one yet, so I'm not sure um, what's included on it. But 
I remember it had some nice spinoff shows. Like, I know Pinky and the Brain was one of them. Uh, Freakazoid was another one. I, I miss Freakazoid. But, uh, yeah, Animanix is another one. They that, that show came back. But then again, I don't think that show got canceled. Uh, it probably did get canceled. But it was kind of just like, it wasn't really a continuation type show. It was kind of just like, oh, this is the wacky thing of the week, you know? Um, Danny Phantom was one. Um... It says here that it has cost a lot to make, and given the studio executives always have an eye on the bottom line, it was this fact that ultimately sealed its fate. I know Futurama kind of had that issue too, where because they had a mashup of like CG mixed in with the two D animation, so that made the show very costly to make. So that that didn't help it. But man. So that's kind of a shame. So I remember that Danny Phantom did switch styles uh, to, to animation styles halfway through or partly through, I should say. I don't remember exactly when. But yeah, it was a shame. Danny Phantom seemed like it could have kept going for at least, you know, two or three more seasons, maybe a couple of extra movies. But especially when you look at shows like SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents that kept going far after the fact so far that, you know, when the you know the main guy for SpongeBob passed away, and then Butch Hartman himself just left the whole company. But after what he said, like how often they canceled Fairly Odd Parents and kept renewing it, it's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to work with that company anymore either. <laughs> but um, I don't get it. Like I I would imagine that any Phantom would bring in enough money to could still you know consider making it. Ah right, well, um, Avril Monsters. Actually, I kind of get why that show would be canceled. <laughs> I, I, I really like the that um, I forget their names, but this the Supo people who make who made this and Rugrats and um, the Wild Thornberries. I love those shows. I despise the art style. I think the art. I, I hate to say this, but I really and I, I love I love art styles that are different and catch the eye like these this art style is different and it catches the eye but for me it doesn't catch the eye in, in a good way i really there are there are some savory things about these art styles don't get me wrong like all three like the big three of this company of the supo company i forget the full name but our world monsters rugrats and dwell Thornberries. there are so many parts of this art style where i'm just like oh I don't like it. And then there are parts where I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like, the colors are nice. The animation is generally pretty smooth. But the design, like, the just not necessarily, not not the whole design. I, I dig the variety of the shapes and everything. But the final design of everything, it's just like, ah, I'm not feeling it. Oh, Rugrats is on the list here, too. Another Supo thing. I mean, this doesn't really count because Rugrats is, it's it's getting, it got renewed. It's actually getting rebooted with a whole new art style. So that's another thing. But I know this was really canceled mainly because the, um, the follow-up All Grown Up wasn't really doing as good. And for me, I didn't really like it as much when, and don't get me wrong, I love the character Kimmy. I wasn't a big Dill fan, though. I loved the movie. I was super happy when Dill came on board. But after that, I was kind of like, eh, I'm tired of Dill. Can he st- can he at least start talking already? Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I it was probably because I was getting older, too. I just wasn't feeling that show anymore. 
Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. So with Animaniacs is on here too, but apparently that was because they moved it to a bad time slot. And I know that sucks with a lot of things. Like Comic Book Men had that same issue. It was in a... Comic Book Men was always in a really crappy time slot because it had to compete with the do- with the Walking Dead and then the Talking Dead that usually came on afterwards. And, you know, it, it's... It was a good show. I, I think Comic Book Man was really good. I got to do an episode about that as well. But um, next up, Megas XLR. Loved this show. It seemed like it was ahead of its time. It, it felt like it was going to be the next big thing for Cartoon Network. It looked, it looked like it was going to be the next big mascot, like to take over um, as, you know, one of the big things. But for some reason... It just, it got moved to another bad time slot, I guess. I guess Cartoon Network didn't see it being a popular show, which is funny because it's a big robot fighting basically the Kaiju of the week. And at the time, that stuff was big in Japan and anime was starting to become a big thing in America. So it's like, what were y'all thinking? Y'all should have kept this in the in the, in, the, in, a, in a, one of the best time slots. I don't know what they were thinking with that. But Megas XLR is a very cult classic. I I loved this show. Um, Invader Zim is number one on this one. Um, I'm trying to th- see what they have here. Oh yeah, this this definitely was another expensive show because it, it had the same kind of d- issue where it was a mixture of CG and um. 2D and just the fluidity of it, especially compared to a lot of the other shows, it it definitely stood out in the animation style. So I, I get it, I get it. That that show definitely made sense why it was so why it was canceled. But it, it had a decent runtime. It, it 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 was a couple seasons if I remember correctly, at least two. And then we finally got that uh, TV special on Netflix that actually did some cool character development. It, it finally made Dim feel like he had an actual family. It made it feel like his dad and his sister actually cared for him, which in my opinion, I felt like they didn't really, I, they didn't really give off that feeling too much in the cartoon. And I'm sure that was mainly played off for laughs, but it was nice to see that they finally had that type of relationship, which was really good. Cause I always liked all three characters, especially, but yeah, that was a breath of fresh air. So going to CBR, um, 10 Cartoon Network shows that ended too soon. Uh, this one was made, written by Sean Kubalas, published July 6th of 2019. Uh, let's see here. So Megas XLR also on the list. <laughs> yeah. So actually, funny th- enough, this show was actually originally pitched to MTV who rejected it. And it, the funny thing is they actually make uh references to that in uh consequent or excuse me subsequent sh- episodes where they're shown constantly destroying a pop tv satellite <laughs> so yeah i would do that too but you know cartoon network picked it up and even though it didn't really last too long on cartoon network it was good that we got what we did and the way it ended it i mean it ended on a high note, like it, it didn't, at least it didn't end with a cliffhanger. Last I remember, like they were just walking off into the sunset, like, all right, another day done. And it was kind of another thing where I think it ended with him beating the evil version of him from the future that for some reason turned evil. 
Did they even... I don't know if they actually finished that storyline, honestly. Or maybe they did. Well, either way, I think they could have continued with it. Uh, let me see here. So, I'm... Um, to save on time and, and also go over... Didn't also skip shows I wasn't really too into. I'm also doing that as well. Because I have three articles um, here. Yeah, but some of these shows I'm like, yeah, I didn't really watch. Um, one of them listed is Over the Garden Wall. Now, I kind of thought that was mainly just... I thought that was meant to be just a short. I thought that was meant to just be a mini series, And the way it ended, I mean... It, it, I mean, it, it did feel like it could have offered some more to it, but I feel like the way it ended at least, it ended happily for our characters, but going back to it, I, I do feel like there could have been more established for sure. It, it feels like there definitely is more to experience, but let me see what they were, let me see if there's anything they were mentioning here. Uh, as to what they could talk about. Because I think I read something about that. That might be the next article, actually. Um, but yeah, I just watched it this year, actually, on Hulu, finally. And I enjoyed it. And it was good to hear Elijah Wood um, voice acting. He did really good in that role. Um, Let's see. Let's see what else we got here. What else going? I think that might be it for this list. That I... Oh, and Courage was on here. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, wait. Courage got canceled? Oh, you know what? I remember. If I well, actually, I should. What I should say is, I think I remember why it got canceled. If I remember correctly, Courage the Dog got canceled because of the episode that dealt with a possible les that it it was implying a lesbian a relationship between two characters and also domestic abuse. So it was addressing that lightly. Like it, I mean, it was, it was obvious that it was addressing that, but it wasn't like in your face type deal. And by in your face, I mean like obnoxiously in your face. It was more like, yes, they're clearly addressing this and how it's, you know, sad that they're going through this domestic abuse and, but it's, but they were trying to be lighthearted with it that, okay, these two have each other at least. And you know, they're, they're happy together. So they were trying to bring in a lighter tone to it. But the fact that this show was mainly dark, but still had very good comedy to it, but had a lot of disturbing things to it, I can see why the, uh, Courage didn't stick around for super long on the network. But I know that recently they actually, Courage actually has another thing too, where Courage is, he has a special with Scooby-Doo. And I'm not sure how recent this is, but I did see a trailer recently of Scooby-Doo for some reason out in nowhere with Eustace, Muriel, and, and, uh, and Courage. So I got to check that out because, I mean, hey, I'm always a fan of Scooby-Doo. I'm frankly surprised Scooby-Doo just keeps becoming a thing. But, I mean, I'm not complaining. But when you think about it, they're, 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 they're gumshoes. They're, they, they solve mysteries. So, of course, there's so many opportunities ripe for them to appear and ever since the the old school days where they would make crossovers with the Globetrotters and Batman, it's like, who else would they? Who 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 couldn't they cross over with at that point, I should say. And yeah, Teen Titans. So I really don't get why this show was canceled. Like this was 
This is up there with Final Space. It just doesn't make sense why a show this popular, this just so well-written, well-received would just get canceled, like, out of the whim, basically. And, yeah, the creators clearly wanted more with this show. And there was more, clearly, but the, the world just didn't get it for some reason. We didn't get it. And for some reason... It wasn't just an off cancellation. I mean, the article goes on to say in a world with the DCEU, it was uh, it was a near uh, career suicide. They just offed it completely. It just did not make sense because it was a good way to expand the DC animated universe. And uh, at that point, I feel like it was probably just on the wrong network. But then again, there I feel like every network just does so many of these good shows dirty. It's just, I don't know. I, I really don't know if it would have fared any better on any other network, unfortunately. Um, oh, crap. Did I close the wrong? Oh, shoot. I think I closed the wrong. Uh, I think I closed the wrong app. Because it was supposed to be three, three things on here. Oh, Dagnabbit. All right, let me... So this one was 10 cartoons that got canceled too soon and 10 that need to go. Ah, bummer. Well, the other one wasn't going to be too crazy as as far as like what else I wanted to bring up, but I guess I'll look up this one real quick. So for some reason, good cartoons keep getting canceled while terrible ones get to stay. Here's some we think left too soon and others that need to go. This was this published by Rebecca McPherson, uh, December 22nd, 2017. And uh, let me see here. So Invader Sim, Zim canceled too soon. But of course, we got the TV movie that got greenlit. That was an excellent movie. And I think that was a fair uh, farewell to the series. That was that was good. Um, ah, uh, yeah, Spongebob, they did list Spongebob as a show that needs to go. Yeah, um, I mean, it's pretty common knowledge now. Spongebob basically did fall off after season five. Um, by the, and I remember binge watching it, like, last year. And by the time I got to season five, I'm just like, uh, I'm not feeling that anymore. And, I mean, it's the same with, like, The Simpsons and, and just shows that just keep going and going without, like, any real plot. After a while, I always feel that if you have a show like this where it's just random things after another, if you don't have real character development after a while, the show just loses taste, you know? If, if, it, if it just literally resets every episode, it just... That's why, if you... Well, if you guys haven't checked out my... if Sponge, What if SpongeBob grew up episode, definitely check that out. I feel like if they went that route, that would have been the best way to keep the show alive and keep it actually meaningful. And I'm sure there may be some episodes today that are funny, but I feel that... And I've, I've watched some of the newer episodes, and it just you know, it just wasn't hitting it. And I don't know that that's probably why they were doing a, a spinoff, or two spinoffs for that matter, where they're basically retconning the show, because a lot of these characters, Spongebob didn't meet until he was an adult, but now they're recounting it to where they all went to, like, uh, camp to, get to to camp together as kids. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but 
it just feels overplayed. I feel like there are so many shows now that are doing that. Oh, what if they were kids? And I mean, yeah, the opportunities can be cool, but I just, I don't know. I just don't feel interested in it. And then there's the Patrick Star show, which I don't know. I don't feel like Patrick, even with his family, I don't think he's an interesting enough character to carry on a show by himself. And I know I just said him and his family. So technically it isn't him alone, but I mean him without the other Spongebob cast, which I'm sure they'll probably appear there too, but I'm just not interested in it. Uh, Danny Phantom, yeah. Yeah. That, that. It was, it was getting so good too. It was getting so good. And the, I don't know for those who, I don't know who any, who, any of you who've seen the clips of what Butch Hartman has on his YouTube channel, like, Danny Phantom 10 years later, um, what characters could be in the show now, Danny Phantom, the college years and all this stuff. There's so many interesting concepts that would have been so great to see, even if for just one more season or a, or a special. But yeah, it's uh, such a shame because I, I like I said, I really think they really I really think they needed to do. I, I think Danny Phantom could have gone on at least at least for two more seasons. And still feel fresh. Oh, this one hurts. And I'm glad to see this because this is one of those shows where I I don't necessarily hear good. I don't really I don't necessarily hear love or hate from this show. But last time I heard someone talk about it, they didn't really care for it. But the Green Lantern, the animated series, the CGI one. That had a stellar cast and great storytelling. Dude. This show deserves more credit. Like, you had a Red Lantern on the team. You had a ship AI that became... Actually, if I remember correctly, she was powered by a Green Lantern herself. And she became... You know, she she pulled an Edie for Mass Effect. She she was she was the ship, and she also had her own body at the same time. You had Hal Jordan on there. Then you had, oh crap, why am I forgetting his name? He's one of my favorite Green Lanterns too. Um, crap, I'm I'm so mad because I keep wanting to say Corey, and it's not Corey. That's <laughs> that's that's the Rock guy. Like, uh, what Titi? What cut? Uh, I'm horrible at names. I'm so sorry. I'm butchering so many names. But yeah, it was such a good show and it ended on a humongous cliffhanger. I'm so mad. And I, I'm trying to remember why the show even got canceled. Because it got canceled after just 26 episodes. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I think this month, I don't, it doesn't say it here, but I think this was one of those shows that didn't sell well because the toys weren't selling well. Cause I know a lot of shows were canceled because of that. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> like if the show is doing good and the toys aren't dude, don't cut the losses completely. Then it's a complete waste. Like these networks are just, comp- these networks are just idiots so much. So, yeah, that was such a good show. If you guys ever get a chance, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check out Green Lantern, the animated series. It's so good. And in my headcanon, I have a headcanon where there's like at least one special where some things happen. 
and I just leave it at that. But I, I think it was a really good show. Um, I never saw the movies for Fairly Odd Parents, but that is next on the list. That's one that you know they think needs to die. Um, didn't watch the movies. Um, the show fell off for me when Poof came in. Don't get me wrong, I love baby characters. Baby Yoda, Grogu was awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of other characters like that that were good. And don't get me wrong, Poof, the idea of Poof was interesting, but I just, I don't know, it just wasn't doing it for me. And I've heard that, like, they've cut a lot of characters from the show now, and then the new girl, there's a new character who came in who was sharing fairies with him at first, but it didn't make sense because she was, like, this happy-go-lucky character that seemingly was perfect, and it's like, dude, you're supposed to only get fairies when you actually need fairies, like, something bad is happening in your in your life. And I don't know if they ever corrected that, but last time I heard, that's what was going on. So, I don't know. Um, let me see. Yeah, Kotlioko was another one. I know they did a live-action version of it, but I heard that was trash. But Kotlioko was really fun. Um, I, If I remember correctly, Kotlioko did get finished. Like, um, the, I heard that the live-action version did, however, like connect uh alita's mother or something like that like they did finish off some unfinished questions but uh, yeah that was another show that really really deserved um really deserved to be finished but apparently it was canceled when the fifth season occurred but never aired the last episode so why didn't why didn't you why why was it unfinished? Like was the episode even finished, I wonder? Huh. Whatever. That kind of reminds me of uh Reboot. I loved Reboot as a kid. Still love it now. I rewatched it like a year ago as well. I I rewatched a lot of stuff during quarantine. I mean, who didn't? And when I saw there was a new one coming out where it was like dealing with kids in high school who went to the network to, to fight Megabyte and uh, Hexadecimal. I was like, okay, interesting, kind of typical, very cliche with the high school thing. I'm, I'm really tired of that in my shows, but, but I get it. You know, you always, you, you have to fit, you have to fit your demographic and you need, you want it to have, be relatable. I get it. But why aren't you finishing the, you know, original story that you left on a cliffhanger? You know, that one that that never got finished, but you start this new sh- you start this new show? You you couldn't have finished that plot line in this new show? That sucks. <laughs> but I from what I heard reboot was another expensive show because it was like one of the first shows out there to do like a completely CG uh cartoon, so I get that. Oh, my life is a teenage robot. Oh, my gosh. Last I heard, this show had just a struggle from the very beginning. Like, for some reason, from what I heard, um, Nickelodeon just did not give a crap about this show at all. It did not do its best at all to keep it afloat. Like, episodes were aired out of order. Like, it took, like, well, like, half of the season was aired while the other season was, like, put in put on ice for some reason like it was completed but they just didn't air it for some reason there was just so much crap that came with this show i would just i would have been appalled and i would have just 
I would have found any way to get out of that contract and just take it to someone else. I would have been like, hey, Cartoon Network, you see how awesome this show is, right? Can you buy it off of Nickelodeon? Because they clearly don't give a crap. <laughs> you know, I would have done something like that. Who knows? Maybe he, maybe, maybe the creator did. But, um, yeah. So, let me see. What else do we got here? What is this? Star Wars. So, Star Wars, which one is this? The Clone Wars. Well, we know about that. Um, if, I, if I remember correctly, uh, when Disney bought Lucas, I believe Clone Wars was one of the things that got canceled, like the 1313 game. Um, let me double check, though. Um, oh, maybe that wasn't it. I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure that was the reason. But, yeah, fortunately, fans were able to bring back the final season for the Clone Wars. Uh, let me see. But apparently Netflix was actually able to keep it going before, you know, everything switched over to Disney+. Plus. So we were able to get at least a little bit more closure than we did before. Um, as far as, you know, what ha what all happened in episode, uh, or season six. Uh, Ben 10. Yeah. I fell off after, what was it, Ultimate Alien? Because it was Ben 10, then there was Ben 10 something, and then there was Ben 10 Ultimate Alien, and then there was the reboot, and then there was the other reboot, so I was kind of like, uh, I think I'm done. But, I mean, to me, Ben 10 and then Ben 10, I think it was Alien Force, I think those were my favorite, and Ultimate Alien, I don't remember much about. But if I remember correctly, Ultimate Alien... They were trying to go back to Ben 10's original route where they mixed together the the comedy mixed in with the superhero antics because I remember I remember a complaint with Alien Force was that it was taking itself a bit too serious, which I understood. But yeah. Um Puffy Hamiyumi, that was another good show I liked too. That was that show didn't last very long. I remember that was that was very fun though. Because I was by the same people like the 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 rock stars, the pop stars who made the Teen Titans theme song, they ended up getting their own show, Puffy Amiumi. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know why I got. I don't know why I got taken off. Apparently, they didn't even do many re reruns. That's weird. Uh, let's see. Be cool, Scooby Doo. <laughs> now I remember the art style with this was actually very interesting. It was very I don't know, like the art style for this seemed like it was a webtoon and I'm not I'm not like I don't I don't mean that in a bad way. It just felt like it just felt different compared to what you usually see. Or I guess as far as what you usually see as the Scooby-Doo crew. And yeah, I mean, I never saw it, but I remember the the intro was actually kind of cool. Um I liked I really liked Mystery Incorporated. That was really good. But apparently this one didn't last long. Because I remember seeing the... I remember seeing like an episode of this or two. And then like a year later, I'm like, whoa, they made another show already? Or something like that. It was really wild. But I don't know. Oh, <laughs> apparently they said whoever thought the, the designs for these characters... Whoever thought of the designs for these characters need to be fired. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. You know what's crazy? I mean... Looking at it now, but I, I guess I'm just biased, because um, 
I'm I'm happy as long as the characters aren't super exaggerated to the point where it's obnoxious. To me, the be cool, the be cool Scooby Doo characters don't look they don't look obnoxiously exaggerated. You know, they still I can still look at these characters and and still you know okay that's Fred that's Daphne that's Shaggy you know it, it I don't know but you know everyone has their tastes so. Of course, Samurai Jack is next, and it was ma- it was left on a massive cliffhanger, and I don't remember why it even got canceled. I'm trying to see why. Let's see. Yeah, because I remember this show ended with Samurai Jack getting a vision of him eventually beating a coup, but that was it. That was that was all we got. Like, okay, he'll eventually beat it, but we're never really gonna see it for some reason in this. On this side of Cartoon Network until Adult Swim picked it up, like years later, and even then, oh man, was that ending controversial? And I can't lie, I did not like that ending. And I get it, you know, it's not not everyone can have happy endings, but dude, Samurai Jack deserved a happy ending. Give him Ashi, seriously, or Ashi. But I know some people were like, oh, she seemed ham-fisted, another romance, uh, it seemed rushed. No, it didn't. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, but that's, you know, everyone's going to have their own opinion. I, I had no problem with Ashi. I don't think she was, I don't think she was forced. I thought it was actually pretty fun. Um, and honestly, I felt it made sense. And it was actually like, it was so beautifully ironic that something of Aku's creation would lead to his downfall. And not only that, but fall in love with his mortal and enemy. That is awesome and that is beautifully ironic I, it's just mwah, delicious if it was food i would eat it um let's see oh yeah powerpuff girls Ooh, i remember when powerpuff girls came back with this crazy new art style it was very exaggerated i i, I dug it to a degree it's not what we have now but it was like very different and i remember that special dealt with like the powerpuff girls fighting mojo jojo and like in this dance dance revolution style thing like he mojo was taking over the town with a ddr board or something and they they literally had to beat him via a dance off it was so great but i've heard this the the new power of girl show is like just cringy and i've heard that the script for the live action one wasn't doing too hot I heard it was pretty trash, but I'm on board for it because Donald Faison is playing the professor. I love Donald Faison, and I'm not too thrilled about the girls being adults, but I get it. I mean, that might fly better, you know, them fighting and getting beat up most likely than, you know, a couple girls, a couple minors flying around and getting beat up and fighting. So, and plus, I think the actress they chose, I don't know how well they'll perform necessarily, but I think they fit the roles as far as looks go. Like, I could see them how they look. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans was another show that should have kept going, got canceled. This was also on the list. And, of course, they ended it with uh, Teen Titans Go. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed Teen Titans Go. Uh, the movie, excuse me. I enjoyed the movie. I didn't. I don't. I haven't really watched the show. I've seen some clips, honestly, and I thought it was, you know, kind of funny. But you know, I, I want the original back. I want. I want that to end, and you know, 
in the way it was meant to be. Because I feel like Teen Titans, the original, probably had at least one more season left in it. Um, At least that's what I think the plan was. I think they were planning at least one more season, I should say. But yeah, um, I think you can pretty much tell from how I worded this, like which shows, because I skipped a couple, um, but I, I think you can tell which shows were basically canceled and ones that just needed to, uh, that they that they say wanted to be gone. Like Be Cool Scooby-Doo was when they were like, yeah, that should go. Teen Titans Go was when they thought, thought it should, should go. But Fiam Yumi was one that, actually, did she like it? Yeah, she liked it. Um, ben 10, she felt it should go like the the newer ones she felt it should go compared to the original. Clone Wars had to come back. Oof. Alvin and the Chipmunks they talked about. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, so many. Sh- that's what scares me so much about the industry. It's so cutthroat. And I feel like that's why so many people nowadays try to just be their own influencers and just do things solo through like YouTube and TikTok and just self-publish because these networks, I got to be honest, a lot of them don't know what they're doing. They're running around with their heads cut off, but I'm going to end it there. Um, I just want to end this also with thanking Olin Rogers and, you know, kind of bringing in some, some more hope by talking about some of these shows because a number of them did get continuations while some of them didn't get as good continuations um, like Reboot and Code Lyoko and Teen Titans for most people. But hopefully, hopefully you didn't hear that either. But if the mic did pick that up, excuse me. And I'm sorry. Oh, that's embarrassing. I try to do it silently. But you know what happens when they're silent? They're often deadly. Anyway, um, so I, I wanted to mash these two subjects together just to help bring not only hope for me, but also hope for the rest of the fans of this show that while Final Space may be gone for now, there is a big chance it'll be coming back in some shape or form, especially with the new Netflix deal that they have it, you know, being on there. So and you know how Netflix is. They love having their own shows and I would, I'm very, I'm fairly certain, especially with Disney Plus, you know, taking away all the Disney stuff, including Star Wars, Marvel, you know, the heavy hitters that were on Netflix. I'm sure they'll be more than eager to pick up Final Space and see what else can be done with it. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, I would love to talk more about this kind of stuff in the future. Let me know of any shows you guys love that may have been canceled that we didn't talk about today. I would love to continue this conversation and even talk about how these shows could have continued if they were to be brought back. So until then, when the wind hits ourselves again, I will see you in the next escape. And until then, this is AOK Radio signing off. Another chapter concludes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to help support it by leaving a rating if possible, subscribing, and sharing the podcast with others. That way more people can see it, whether it's either from you or in their suggestion feed. And if you leave a review on the show, you'll get a shout out in the next episode. But due to my podcasts being available not just on multiple platforms, but multiple countries, to ensure I see a rating, 
uh, either send me a, an email with the subject AOK Radio or messaging me on Instagram, which is i.escape.i. So my social medias, my other social medias, I should say, and other projects like I Believe in Monsters, my short story narrations, and more are linked in the show notes below. And feel free to message me with any suggestions for future episodes. And if you ever want to be featured on one as well to talk about whatever subject, hit me up there as well. Special shout out for Emac for uh, producing the beat. Always love you. That is used as my outro and the song featured in my EP Canvas District. The intro song used is titled The Unstoppables, produced by me. A link to all those is also in the show notes. This is AOK Radio, signing off. There is always more to seek, so go forth and seek it.